You're listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics. Kevin, I just want to get clarity on that question. Were Nebraska or anyone else to say they're going to play elsewhere, could they do it? Dave, I mean, again, I know what was said. And, um, you know, these are things that I'm sure there will be a lot of other issues that will, will, will arise or be raised uh, that we'll address at the appropriate time. Today's not the appropriate day. Uh, to do that okay. there are no games today and and i respect your question but but at this point in time i would just like to focus on uh our announcement and uh, doing the things that we need to do and should do and should be focusing on and not focusing on uh on on some issues because there's so many issues that we're in the process of dealing with at multiple levels and as you can imagine and i know you can respect uh, this has been a challenging week uh, collectively uh, today's been a very challenging day from an emotional standpoint and that sets the stage here for this very somber edition of the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Robin Washett, Nate Klaus, as you heard Big Ten Commissioner Kevin Warren being pressed on uh, the possibility of maybe Nebraska trying to uh, still play football this year. As we know on Monday, Scott Frost came out in support of his players and the state and the program and wanting to play football. Um, and, you know, I think there was a thought, guys, on Monday that the Big Ten – was going to kind of kick it down the road and push the start of the season back to September 26th. In fact, a lot of coaches, I think, expected that. They were telling their teams that teams practiced on Tuesday. And then whatever happened in this president council's meeting, um, it wasn't a vote. It was a discussion. And whatever that discussion and whoever the loudest voices were in that room were, uh, they won. And they said, nope, we're not playing. We're not even going to try to play um, at this point. Meanwhile, the SEC, the ACC, and the Big 12 are moving forward, at least for now, with schedules. They have schedules out, and they're going to try. And I think that's where all of us probably sit in this state, in this room right now. No one's saying that we were guaranteed Big 10 football this year, but the fact that the, the Big 10 pulled out the way they did, it's going to be a hard moment to ever look back on, knowing the damage that this is going to cause in a lot of places, not just Lincoln, Nebraska, uh, but in a lot of places just like Lincoln, Nebraska. Yeah, and I think it kind of magnifies the disconnect between Nebraska and the rest of this league where, uh, you know, Nebraska from top to bottom, from the president to the chancellor and on down all the way through athletics, they were on the same page. They wanted to play and they wanted to do everything possible to play football because it's not just about football here. I mean, the ripple effect on everything about the university, the economy of Lincoln and the economy of the state of Nebraska is directly related to football and whether or not they're going to play. And so uh, there was a lot that went on into this as opposed to just, you know, whether or not you're going to have games to play this season. And clearly there was different priorities uh, by the rest of the conference to where they felt so strongly about it that unlike any other, uh, I guess, the majority of the other Power Five leagues, they were unwilling to even attempt to have a season, even though they had four days earlier released an entire schedule, praised all the thought and foresight that went into that schedule with the flexibility and the uh, uh, you know opportunity to adjust as necessary to make this thing happen. They let teams practice for three to four days uh, on the field, and then all of a sudden, pull the rug out and say, we're done. We're not even going to do this. Yeah, that's, to me, what just does not add up is that, I mean, they had this big unveiling of the the Big Ten schedules, um, a two-hour-plus special on on BTN network, and um, and then just days later, word started coming out that the the season was in jeopardy, 
and and then you know the eventual announcement of it all it just it doesn't make any sense it doesn't and when you listen to Kevin Warren in that uh, in that press conference he doesn't answer any questions uh, about anything he just sidestepped every single question um, talked himself in circles gave very long answers but but didn't say anything um, it's just really you know it's interesting the way everything has come out and then the pushback by the entire conference uh, for Nebraska being vocal and saying, hey, we'd like to play football and we're hoping to play football this year instead of falling in line and, and kind of towing the company line and saying, well, whatever, whatever they decide, we're, we're going to support, unwavering support here. Yeah, when you join a league that somewhat fancies itself as the Ivy League of the Power Five in terms of just the prestige of the academics and you know you look at where Nebraska sits at that table arguably they have the lowest academic standards of the 14 schools they're the only non-AAU member in the Big Ten um, when you look at the league top to bottom um, you know they're 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 not really viewed upon and respected and um, I, I think that the political views of just how this is all viewed by some of these other schools is far different than Nebraska. And you, you look at the, the this conference goes from New Jersey all the way to Lincoln and how COVID-19 is viewed in New Jersey, how it's viewed in Michigan, um, how it's viewed in Chicago. It is so much different than Lincoln, Nebraska. And um, I think there was hope that the money is just so great in this situation that these schools can't afford to put them in the position to bankrupt everything. But then there's a theory, you know what, a lot of these presidents – have been jealous for years. I mean, now you got defensive coordinators making more than university presidents that they don't like the money and the attention of athletics gets. This kind of knocks athletics back a notch, so to speak, um, you know, by by the presidents making this move. And, you know, maybe maybe they will look smart. Maybe in a few weeks all the other leagues end up pulling out and, and then everyone's in the same position. But if the other leagues guys go forward and play a clean football season, there's a college football playoff, there's bowl games, and the Big Ten's not involved in any of those. And then there's this attempt, and we'll, we'll talk about spring football in our next segment. I want to I want to complain about that for an entire segment, not just one yeah. take. Um, but if, if that all goes off and then we're trying to play spring football here in March, um, I mean, come on. I mean, it's, it's going to be a joke. Well, even if the season is shut down for the Big 12, the ACC, SEC, at least they tried. And, you know, for Nebraska, and like we mentioned, just everyone that is directly connected to uh, whether or not there is a football season, that's really all that people are asking for. At least try. Give us a chance to try to have a football season and keep businesses afloat, keep livelihoods afloat, and the, the community economies alive or at least have a chance to stay alive. Now you're basically throwing that out the window and you're telling people to survive, uh, figure it, figure it out on your own without the number one money maker this state has. And, uh, that's where, again, it's, it's shows where, how different Nebraska is from the rest of this league. Uh, I mean, this thing was a business arrangement from the very beginning. Uh, Nebraska needed a, wanted a way out of the big 12 and the Big Ten was going to offer him a ton of money and at least some sort of prestige. And the Big Ten wanted Nebraska's pedigree and the viewers and the TV money they would bring in. And so it was a business arrangement. There was literally no connection between Nebraska, its programs, and its fans and the rest of the Big Ten conference. And once the relationship started to strain and, you know, for the Big Ten standpoint, Nebraska never lived up to what they were supposed to be athletically, particularly with football. 
For Nebraska, the Big Ten did them absolutely no favors. They were treated as a, a, a secondary priority with how schedules were thrown together and um, just different instances here and there where you could tell Nebraska was not viewed at the upper echelon of the, the conference's pecking order. It just seemed like, you know, what are we doing here? And, you know, Tom Chattel, the World Herald, did a great column, I thought, about uh, kind of explaining that this thing never materialized the way that both sides had hoped. And uh, it kind of shows you that maybe this whole situation is the beginning of the end for Nebraska's relationship with the Big Ten. Obviously, there are a lot of circumstances and a lot of issues at play there, but uh, it, it seems like now this could be the tipping point that could at least get the ball rolling however long it takes to get there. But uh, the conversations seem to be headed that direction. All right, you know, let's hold that. I want to talk about the Big 12 in our next segment. Then we'll do spring football talk in our third segment. Uh, so let, let's let's discuss, you know, the risk reward here for Nebraska. We'll, we'll bring that up next. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show.